Hello and welcome to Yidcast, episode 78, 79, somewhere in the high 70s. Many episodes we have recorded here in the Sound Lab at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again on a beautiful Thursday here in San Francisco. It's good to be with you today. I'm going to start with a poem by Tongo Eisen Martin. Uh, I've read his work on the Yudcast previously. Fascinating, dynamic, interesting poet. Um, written about his work as well uh, in the Word of the Week. Um, this is a, a book of his called Heaven is All Goodbyes. Uh, it is came out last year um, from the City Lights Pocket Poets series. Um, always love a good City Lights Pocket Poets book. Of course, thanks to Ginsburg's Howell, became kind of a, a staple of what poetry could, should look and feel like um, just as a, a material object. Um, I wanted to read uh, a poem from this called Empty Spaces uh, that I think the connection to this week's um, thinking will make sense fairly quickly, uh, I hope. Uh, anyway, here is uh, Empty Spaces by Tongo Eisenmartin. I've been thinking about this picture I want to draw. It's going to have vacant hands, still feared, it's going to have pain with empty spaces, tools that choose us. It's going to have catchy violence. Someone will be poor and alone, African-born. There will be the way, the gathering, the gun handle, the palm where the gun feels protected then speaks. Empty space, an unplayed build, more hands, purple, gray scent that can be seen, me, in no more. Implied piano in tilted heads. Top right corner, there's going to be a red figure. Yellowing space. An ancient woman presented in four faces. Street sign, maybe. Street light, maybe. An ancient man presented in shoulders. It's going to have the woman I love. Lower left corner, a blue horn. Yellowing space. No moon. A gangster, maybe. Eyes that are earlier than comprehension. To these eyes, love is sacred but only a baby to these eyes. All of the rest drifts, brown with veins, black with fingers, empty space, eyes, presented in generations. So I thought of this poem. First off, I just really, um, I really appreciate uh, Tongo Isaac Martin's, um, his rhythm as a poet. Uh, he's got a really amazing feel for the rhythm of the English language. Um, to hear him read, you really catch the swing of these poems. Um, but even just reading them off the page, I think he does a nice job of um, uh, scoring um, the sound of the language. And um, the, the meter, the rhythm of language has always been one of my um, uh, great fascinations, one of my touch points, um, both as a poet and um, also uh, as a uh, as a public speaker. Um, 
I, I'm very attentive to um, the, the rhythms of the words that I'm using. So I really appreciated that poem. Uh, for that, I appreciate Tongo Eisen Martin's work for that. Uh, encourage you to check him out. All of his work is worth uh, hearing. He is uh, he is regularly in San Francisco. I don't know where if he's still living in the Bay Area. I think he is, um, but uh, keep an eye out for him. He's worth uh, going to hear live. Um, but I thought of this poem because I was thinking this week about space. I get. Um, once a month when we're about to have uh, our board of trustees meetings for the Brandeis School of San Francisco, we um, uh, I, I get a, a folder of photos from um, Rachel Freeman, who's our communications and marketing manager. She is uh, a Brandeis alum, class of 2002. But she sends me a, uh, a folder of photos that um, I can then pick from to help tell the story of the month that we've just had as a school when I'm uh, sharing with the Board of Trustees. And it's always hard to pick because there's so many great photos, there's so many you know, joyful moments that, uh, that she captures each month from you know, uh, kids laughing together at play, running, kids with their brows knitted over a project, kind of wrestling with ideas together. Um, always a lot of great photos. Um, and there was one this month that I didn't get to use in my board report, but that uh, I really loved. It immediately brought a smile to my face. And it's, uh, it shows uh, one of our first graders, Judah, um, holding a, uh, a piece of paper up and um, talking to his class. He's got his teacher, uh, in this case, Miss Menachem, uh, at his side, uh, looking like she's asking him a question. And in this photo, he is sharing his uh, sacred space um, project. And I love the sacred space project in first grade. I think it is um, it is such a great example of the kind of work we do, giving kids opportunities to develop um, an authentic sense of what spirituality and Jewish practice means to them. Um, when I first got here, my older daughter, oldest daughter, Sonia, was in first grade, and she did that project. And uh, she came home one day and uh, asked us where her sacred space in the house was. And I love to tell that story because it's such a surprising question to be asked by a six or seven year old. Uh, we didn't have a good answer to the question, not surprisingly. And in fact, it wasn't our question to answer. The wonderful thing about this project is it's really about giving kids a chance to think about where they feel calm, where they feel connected to something larger than themselves. And um, in, uh, in the case of Sonia, it was a place where she liked to sit and read. Um, and our, uh, our middle daughter, Alma, is in first grade this year and just did this project for her. Uh, her sacred space was on her top bunk where she likes to array her, um, her stuffies very neatly. Um, I think she inherited um, both my and my wife's uh, um, attention to the, the neatness of space, uh, and I think Though she feels very calm up there, things are organized and in their places, um, and that is a kind of calm that uh, certainly resonates with me. Um, but so I love it. I love this picture. I love this project for that. For that um, that opportunity it gives kids to answer the question, not not what is sacred space 
in Jewish tradition, right? They learn about that, but that's not the question of this project. It is not what is sacred space uh, in San Francisco, right? That's another question they actually tackle uh, later in third grade. But really, what is sacred space to you? What are these things, these feelings uh, look like for you? When do you feel them? What spaces um, generate those kinds of moments for you as a child? The other thing I love about the project, every time we have parents here for a tour, they often marvel to me at how articulate our students are. And we hear this all the time. Your students are so comfortable speaking to adults, so comfortable speaking to groups. And, uh, you know, even uh, I had a parent come and mention to me that she had gone to a, a, a high school fair with her eighth grader. And she was shocked to see that in this gym full of, uh, of different independent schools that all had their student ambassadors there, that fully three quarters of the school's uh, in the gym had a, a Brandeis graduate as one of their ambassadors. And the reason for that is that there are innumerable moments across the curriculum where our students are given opportunities uh, to stand up and speak to their peers, to speak to adults. Um, they are speaking in front of the entire uh, gathered community by the time they're in first grade, right? And, and that's happening at least once a year. Um, uh, for all of them. And so those little moments to take on leadership, uh, to, you know, gain comfort and confidence as a public speaker, they happen across the curriculum. Um, and I love this, uh, this picture, which is included with the word of the week, uh, this week, um, for that, right? Cause you see just another one of those little moments where our kids, uh, gain those skills that, you know, eventually lead to them being, you know, 75% of the high school ambassadors at a high school fair um, or just the, the confident kids that, um, that folks who are touring the school see week after week. Um, so all of that in a photo. I don't know what, I can't tell from the picture what Judah's uh, sacred space is or what sacred space means to him, um, but all of the first grade sacred space, sacred space projects are up in the um, the main hallway in the K3 uh, building here uh, where I'm sitting right now. So I encourage you to take a swing down the hallway and see what, uh, what our six and seven year olds are thinking about uh, sacred space in their lives. And with that, I will thank you for being with us again here on the Yudcast. Shabbat Shalom to any of you listening on Shabbat. Uh, the NBA season has returned. So for all of my fellow Warriors fans, I know I'm excited to see basketball back. Um, and I hope some of you get to catch some uh, games in the uh, days and weeks and months ahead. Um, I wish you all have weekends full of calm and connection, my friends, and uh, we'll be back with you here on the Yidcast next week.